Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Beach Wakila Shari Tshuva podcast. We continue today in Shari Shlishi. We are in the middle of Ot Chavdalad, the third gate. We are up to the 24th paragraph. We're in the middle of the 24th paragraph here in Shari Shlishi, the third gate. We've been talking about the different uh, categories of mitzvot and lavin of prohibitions and the severity of violating each and every one of those as part of helping us in our tshuva process. We started yesterday our discussion of the third category, that of lav hanitak lase, a person who violates a prohibition which can be remedied through a mitzvah say. And we noted that while the punishment for the violation of such a prohibition is seemingly uh, lower level, a person would not receive malkut, they would not receive lashes. Nevertheless, as Rabbi Yona pointed out to us, uh, these types of violations are still considered incredibly severe. And we noted a bunch of different sources that made such the case. Before we go on with additional examples, Rabbi Yona here was in the middle of a discussion of causing pain or oppressing the orphan and the widow. And Rabbi Yona just clarifies, he he says, A person who distresses any Jewish person, even though punishments aren't necessarily mentioned, the severe punishments like we find by the orphan or the widow isn't written by a standard regular old Jew. Nevertheless, a person who oppresses such a, another person is over below tase. They nevertheless have transgressed this prohibition. Shnamar, the Pasuk tells us this in Vayikra, Per Chafei, Pasuk Yudzayin, Velo Tonu Ish Et Amito. You should not distress your fellow. V'amru Zichrinam Livracha, Chazal tell us in the Gemara Masech Abav Metzia, Andaf Nun Chedam Abed, Bona'at Dvarim HaKatsuv Medaber. That Pasuk, when it says that you should not cause distress, that's specifically causing distress verbally, which refers to causing him suffering by tormenting him, and we see a similar language used in the Pasuk Nishayo, Perk Memtet, Pasuk Chavav, I will feed your tormentors, which is like uh, their own flesh. Tell us again that all heavenly gates of prayer are closed, except for gates of those who have experienced they've experienced uh, that type of mistreatment meaning it's incredibly, incredibly painful. And therefore, the person who perpetrates uh, the, this violation is obviously doing something which is very, very negative. Excuse me, anytime the Torah refers to monetary wrongdoing, he's kirsham mikach mimkar. It specifically mentions uh, buying and selling. It talks about business. The Pasuk tells us in Vayikra Per Chafei Pasuk Yedalid, that when you make a sale to your fellow or you buy from your fellow, you shall not wrong one another. And Chazal tell us in the Gemara that causing a person distress verbally is a greater sin than cheating a person in money. Because one affects the uh, the actual victim himself, his body, whereas uh, you know being dishonest in business with him stealing his money, that only affects his money. Regarding distressing him verbally, it says, and you shall fear God, meaning there's a, a special emphasis which is placed on that uh, love, on that prohibition. But when it comes to cheating him with money, obviously it's still forbidden, obviously it's still terrible, but it doesn't add that it doesn't have that same sort of emphasis. Okay, fine. Now, continuing our, our conversation about uh, the idea of that violating this type of seemingly lower level prohibition is still very, very bad. Rabbi Yonah continues and he says, uh, charging interest uh, and, and usury uh, that involves a prohibition. 
Because the pasuk in Vayikra Perachafei pasuk Lamid Vav tells us that we're not allowed to take interest, but Vinitak Lase, it can be remedied through a mitzvah because we have a pasuk that tells us, Shneemar Vecheyach Yichayimach, that you shall let your brother live with you. Perush meaning Im Lakachta Meito Neshach V'Tarbid. If you did take interest from him, Hashiv Tishivem Laachicha Lamani Yichayimach, you should return it to him so that he can live with you. Meaning it won't be a, 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 a crazy burden that he lost all that money. And the punishment is very severe as long as he hasn't rectified this wrongdoing, as long as he's holding on to that interest, as long as he hasn't paid it back to this person, so God forbid the punishment can be severe, because we're told that he will not be included in the resurrection of the dead. The tells us that a person who lends with interest and takes uh, the usury, uh, shall such a person live? He shall not live. In the Midrash Shmot Rabbah and elsewhere, explains that this is referring to the point of the resurrection of the dead because right that pasuk which says that he shouldn't live well it's not a capital offense to charge interest it's forbidden but there's no death penalty so when it says that he shouldn't live it means he shouldn't live when the dead are eventually resurrected a person who has committed the sin of charging interest, there is no angel that will advocate for that person or present his merits before uh, Hashem's divine court. He won't come to his defense. And this is what it says. That's why that Pasuk in Yechezka that we just quoted says, if a person charges interest, shall he live? Meaning it's it's done in the form of a question. We're posing it as a question. That is as if the Beitin asking, well, what should this guy's punish? You know, should we allow him to live? It's as if asking, is there an advocating angel that wants to say that this person should live? And all of the angels present will say, no, he should not live, meaning there will not be a defense for him from any of the angels. And with that, we conclude the third category of the different um, mitzvot and prohibitions that we've been talking about. And like we said, you're right, you will not get lashes for it, but that doesn't mean that we should downplay its significance. What we found are examples of lavin hanitakla say, prohibitions that can be remedied through mitzvot, and even though they don't get lashes, still uh, heavenly and metaphysically, it's considered incredibly, incredibly bad and incredibly, incredibly dangerous.